Welcome to the Dig In Travel Podcast, where travel and other digital professionals level up their marketing skills by listening to the top industry experts. And now, here's your host, Istok Franco, founder of DigInTravel.com, your number one resource for travel, digital, e-commerce, and marketing. Hi, this is Istok, and you're listening to episode 28 of the Dig In Travel Podcast. Before we jump in our interview with Remus Moraru, digital expert from Wizzair, please let me give you an update what's been happening at Digging Travel and what I've been doing over the summer. Because it's been a while since our last podcast. I recorded our last podcast in June as we were just finishing with our last Airline Digital Academy group. Over the last two years, I tried to put everything I got into the Academy and I just felt I needed a longer break after our 2021 Academy group completed their six weeks of digital training. At the end of the summer, I also lost a very dear person to me, so it's just been a lot to process and to think about. Now reflecting on all of this, I realized even more that this podcast should not be about me or about digging trail. I think that this podcast should be about helping other people. There are so many great airline people that support my work or our digging trail research and this podcast should be for them. I often remember a quote from Zig Ziglar who said, you will get all you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And I think it's the best piece of advice I ever gotten. So this is why we are starting with a new podcast series to give back to our airline digital community. We named this series airline digital talks and if you are an airline digital pro and want to talk about your work or your projects let me know. The first guest in our series is a friend of the program Remus Muraru who works on digital optimization at Vizier. I know Remus for quite some time and he supports and provides insights for our research and Remus also was the person who came up with the idea for our airline digital job board. So as said It's time to give back and give Remus the chance to talk more about his digital work at Vizair. Vizair is a fascinating company and Remus provided a lot of insights on how their digital team thinks and works. One of the other things I did over the summer is learning. After teaching about digital in our academy, it was time for me to enhance my skills. I love learning and I started to learn about advanced analytics I started to crunch data and program in R. Coding was always my weak spot and I needed to get out of my comfort zone to start with it again. I'm so glad I did it because I'm loving the experience now. I hope I can inspire some of you to start learning about something that intrigues you, but maybe you just need a push to start. Data and analytics I think are very important And I think being really good with data and more importantly, being able to find actionable insights in data is a skill that airline and all other digital pros need. Almost every airline digital person I interviewed in the past year talked about data and customer insights. So this is an area we will talk a lot about here on this podcast. This is why I'm very excited to announce we have a new podcast sponsor It's a company called Glassbox and they provide a very innovative digital platform 
that allows you to understand your customers better. What they do is they enable you to unlock powerful insights to help you close the gap between the experience you think you're giving and what your users are actually experiencing. Understanding your user pain points and addressing them with digital solutions is what we preach in our digital academy, so Glassbox is really a perfect fit for our audience. Now, enough of my updates and let's jump into our interview with Remus and I hope you will enjoy this episode. Hi Remus and welcome to the Digging Trail podcast. Hi Stock, nice to meet you again. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. We know each other for a long time, so we had a lot of offline chats and collaborated on a lot of researches, but it's also good to have you on the show to talk a little bit about you. Uh, you. Before we start, uh, how is your summer going? Yeah, is it already it's, ending? Uh, it's quite packed. It's quite packed, <laughs> actually. It, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of things going on uh, in the same time, uh, but uh, I managed to go on a small vacation as well to see how how are things in uh, t- today's world uh, around uh, around Europe? So uh, it was nice. Uh, Ramos for the audience is maybe one of the people that uh, I didn't uh, maybe only excite for the digital optimization, but also windsurfing. So I hope we have another windsurfer in our community. Uh, next week, I think we'll talk to another person from Iberia and he's also a windsurfer. So our community, not only of digital optimizers, but hopefully windsurfers is growing, airline windsurfers. Indeed, indeed. I'm I'm very close. I'm very close to starting starting this sport. So yeah. yeah. No, no. You should start. It's a great sport. So we are starting, Ramos. We are starting with a new series of podcasts where we want to give airline digital pros the opportunity to talk a little bit about your work, what you do, because I think I know a lot of you guys personally, and you do a lot of interesting things, and I think we can learn from each other. So as I said, we know each other for a long time. And I know what your role is, and I think it's quite interesting. But can you tell a little bit to our Digging Trail audience about your role at Wizair, what you do? Yeah, sure. Sure. So uh, currently, I'm a product manager at Wizair uh, at, in the digital revenue team. Um, my main focus is, uh, is optimizing uh, the booking path of the, of the customers. Uh, from from different perspectives, so uh, both from uh, an overall conversion and also from an ancillary point of view, um, optimizing uh, the product's conversion uh, and also uh, looking after product delivery. But you are, you're not only responsible for optimization, you guys also work on, or you're part of the team that works on developing new products, right? Absolutely, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. we, we also do a lot of... Uh, uh, new feature sets uh, and uh, implementing new products as well. So it's a, it's a quite exciting um, uh, job role, uh, which uh, which has a lot of a uh, lot of um, uh, insights from from both the product world, both data um, mm-hmm. and and customer experience as well. So it's a it's a great mix, I think, uh, of of getting to know the airline uh, from from inside out. Definitely sounds like uh, sounds like it. Why I'm asking about the digital product and zero, because I obviously think they are very tightly connected, but sometimes I see there is also challenges, you know, of doing both. Because I think, or what I see on one hand, 
you want new features, new product out fast. But on the other hand, like CRO, optimization, experimentation, you want to test it, you want to, re, uh, to run experiments to see how stuff works. How do you look at this, uh, let's say, both sides of the coin? Do you see they're like always uh, complementary, always work hand in hand, or there are some, let's say, even some uh, challenges to mix them both? I think, generally speaking, uh, I'm, I'm the one who who usually says that it's complementary. So uh, it's it's always an experimentation, right? So nothing is nothing is set in stone that it will work or not. Of course, you do uh, a lot of um, research ahead and try to figure it out, okay, how the customer will react, how it, it will work in the real world, but it won't give you 100% uh, accurate answer uh, in all the cases. Uh, and therefore, I think experimentation is, comes in handy uh, all the time. Uh, and and then you can really uh, start from the beginning knowing, okay, what's working and what not. Um, and based on that, you can build gradually uh, and actually even shift course quite early uh, in early stages of, uh, of any development or, uh, or, or product launches um, uh, into a direction where, where you want to be. This mindset of testing and experimentation, you see it with, let's say, with your within your team. It's more like a mindset that's that you're trying to install around the whole team, or is it something that's mostly your responsibility? Because you said that you are the one usually who is preaching about that. No, I, I think this this uh, this mindset is um, uh, is not just uh, my mindset, but but generally speaking, uh, in the team. Um, and of course, uh, we, we preach it, uh, and I think we believe in experimentation quite a lot. Um, I mean, the benefits are, are there. We, we know mm -hmm. how, uh, uh, and we, we've seen it countless times, uh, that, uh, that experimentation will uh, give you a edge. So uh, in, this, in, the, in this perspective, I think uh, uh, the whole team is already converted. Yeah, that's good. That's a good expression so, that the team is converted. So hopefully it was 100% conversion rate on that. Well, you know, uh, there, there's never 100% conversion, but uh, <laughs> yes. Good, good. As I said, initially you've been actively supporting our research. We co collaborated a lot in the past. How did you see the, the field of this digital optimization? Let's say you said also digital product and also conversion optimization evolving over the years, especially in the airline world. Do you see also maybe in your work or in general, did you see it's gaining more exposure? Did you see maybe COVID change some things the way you look at it? It's an interesting question. I think generally before COVID, I think it was gaining more and more traction and more and more attention. Um, and and quite a lot of airlines, I saw that that they are progressing in in this area, um, and and doubling down their efforts to uh, to to try to uh, to pick up their game. Um, I'm not sure how COVID changed this um, specifically because I mean it, it did hit hard uh, the, mm -hmm. the airline industry and and we all know that there were some changes um, uh, in the airlines um, uh, organizations. So, but I think the the general concept uh, around 
the need uh, of of CRO um, in in the organization is there, uh, and the willingness uh, and and I, I think uh, in all the cases uh, experimentation proved to be uh, a very handful tool for for any airline. So it will definitely be a, an area of interest uh, in the in the following years. Yeah, definitely, and like we said, maybe touching to the point about uh, connection or how digital optimization, conversion optimization, and also digital product are connected. I think what I've seen with many airlines and also to some extent that, uh, with Wizzair that COVID put pressure to build a lot of new digital solutions, new mini digital features, digital uh, digital products fast. Did uh, COVID in your, um, in your case, do you also see it like it exp- uh, it accelerated some of the digital things that we needed to do in the past and now were needed to uh, to be done. I'm talking, I'm thinking about, let's say, features about mobile apps, moving to, to more mobile exposure, touchless. And to, so a lot of the manual things we are trying to move to the digital space. I believe that digital experiences in general didn't change, the importance of these uh, didn't change uh, in in 2020. However, as you mentioned, uh, uh, last year accelerated a lot uh, um, in in a lot of of this this field um, and, and the shift was was mainly uh, driven uh, on on trying to get things done faster uh, and and react faster to uh, uh, to to those customer needs that that basically exploded during the uh, during last uh, uh, last summer the the shift would be more on 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 gaining speed uh, in in digital experiences and actually uh, the importance uh, is 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 the same uh, we just need the, these uh, these developments or these um, experiences uh, to to be delivered faster to the customer maybe especially in your case i see it also because your cio openly talked a lot about expansion, uh, entering into a lot of new markets. So I think that's additional pressure probably to not only to add new features, but also to cover cover new markets, uh, new city pairs, new geographies, even new languages with your digital uh, coverage, right? Yeah, I think the challenges are there in the sense that uh, the, the agility of the business uh, is, uh, is is changed, uh, and uh, and therefore uh, it tries to it tries to uh, find the right solutions for the right times, right? So we try to, as in as in case of the CRO business, when when we, you try mm-hmm. to find the right uh, solution for your customer and the right approaches, I think uh, this is something that uh, that uh, a lot of airlines try to try to accomplish these days, um, and therefore um, we think that. Uh, it's important to uh, to to react fast uh, in these areas. Yeah, definitely. I think these cycles of agility that you talk about, that we've seen maybe in digital space, with like with agile in development, building MVPs. What I've seen in the past year, they they moved to bigger, broader airline business. So we see airlines trying to be agile with schedule planning, with pricing, with revenue management. So we don't uh, do this. Uh, planning or entering new markets like once or twice a year, but now it's like a faster mini loops of, uh, of uh, let's say, trying to be faster, like you said, and more agile. So I think in this case, it's actually the other way around. So 
it's uh, some broader business adopting some of the things that we are preaching in the digital space for a long time. Absolutely, and, and an iterative approach is is always uh, always helpful, um, and also helps adjust courses a lot faster uh in in any any business area right so it's not just digital development that uh, you realize uh, something is is uh is not the right way to go and then suddenly you, you change course into the right direction uh quite fast um but other business areas as well can uh, can uh, openly adopt these uh, these methodologies it's another yeah. question how you implement them, uh, but um, but yeah, I think the the possibility is there. When we are talking about, you said about COVID and impact on the digital experience. One thing that we were talking, I don't know, for last 10, 15 years is important of mobile and apps and mobile experience. Do you think uh, COVID here accelerated things or do you think it's like kind of the same old that it was before where we talked a lot about the apps but in a way a lot of things were still a lot of desktop dependent it's, a, it's an interesting question um, and and to be honest I, I I have multiple theories um, one of them is that in a certain aspect it did accelerate um, last year the mobile usage um, specifically because cu customers use mobile usually uh, to to, uh, to to do their research. Um, and, and try to find out, okay, where I'm going, you know, just sitting in your car or sitting uh, uh, on, on the tram going to work um, and, and try mm -hmm. to find, okay, uh, dreaming about your next uh, holiday destination. Uh, it's an easy, easily accessible uh, tool. Uh, and therefore, last year when, when COVID hit, uh, I think it was everybody was, was trying to find out, okay, how can I travel? Where can I travel? But the intention usually when, when you make the booking and you make the commitment goes through the desktop uh, still um, uh, in majority of the cases. And that, uh, it, this is proven by, by a lot of e-commerce sites still. Um, nevertheless, the focus is there for, uh, for, for mobile to, uh, uh, to, to, to grab that attention, right? So ultimately, I would say that, yes, it accelerated um, the, the adoption of mobile uh, in the last couple of months. Um, but on the other hand, um, I think once we normalize um, uh, the market situation, we will see a slight, uh, well, not decrease, but at least a stalling uh, in the uh, in the usage and, and return on the desktop a bit. Uh, never, nevertheless, uh, don't get me wrong. I think the organic growth of the mobile adoption is still there, so that's still pushing up the up the numbers. In case of the COVID impact, it will have a it will have a stall uh, at one point. Where I think there is even bigger opportunities for airlines and doing e-commerce on mobile. And this is something that we mentioned a lot of the parts in our research. And you talked that you don't only work on the main conversion, but also on the ancillary revenue. It's like the, these micro ancillary upselling moments. So some of the scenarios that a lot of people were not used to do before COVID, like ordering food, pickup, delivery, you know, everything through an app, shopping, e-commerce uh, through mobile. I think these scenarios were the ones that I think we are doing much more now, or at least Absolutely. a lot of people were exposed to. So here I see opportunities and some airlines are doing this. I see in US is very popular, for example, to 
to pre-order your food and just pick it up at the gate or at the pickup counter and things like that. So do you see this, uh, maybe this shift as opportunity for ancillary revenue for you guys? Yeah, I, I think uh, we did uh, we did react to to these opportunities, and and one of one of these uh, one of these reactions were were with Ride, for example, okay. that we we uh, introduced uh, uh, late last year. So basically, you can you can uh, easily uh, order a taxi uh, or pre-book a taxi through through the Wiz mobile app. Um, and and we we are I think this was one of the first reactions that we we said okay uh, customers are 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 more and more devoted to their mobile devices on a daily basis specifically as you mentioned um, and we could grab their attention through this the challenging part of course is that uh, customers are flying less so how do you how do you uh, mm-hmm. attract customers to uh, to the to the airlines. Uh, uh, mobile application or mobile, uh, or website to to promote these uh, uh, these uh, features. Yeah, but one thing that I think you also implemented in your mobile app was price alert functionality. Yeah? Because, like you said, when people are flying less, it's difficult to keep engagement, especially on the mobile app, and to compete with apps that are used on the mobile devices like several times a day. So is maybe this price alert functionality something to keep keep uh, keep people engaged? Because even during COVID, what I've seen or by also here when I talk to people in travel, that a lot of people are dreaming about traveling, but they don't know because of the restriction. So they're waiting for, let's say like now in UK cases, when some countries go to the Amberlins, then, then it's time to go. So I think price functionality bodes well with this, uh, with this trend, right? Absolutely, and I, I think uh, price alerts did prove in the past uh, their their usefulness. So I myself use it uh, or used it in the past uh, in a lot of cases. It, it was it was a, a a very straightforward decision that this is a feature that that can help in in uh, in, in these kind of moments and and keep our our customer base engaged. When we are talking now about apps, I think there was also when we were asking our audience what to ask people. When they come on our show, they ask about ask them about the super app. You know, a lot of talk in Asia about the super app, but even when I listen to your CEO and when we did uh, interview with uh, your chief digital officer in the past, he said Wizard has a little bit different strategy in terms of sticking to the core business. Yeah, so keeping simplicity, uh, maintaining this low cost structure, and being the best at providing the the lowest uh, the lowest cost for flight. So. Do you see your app also in this regards more more adding like these useful features that uh, relate to the core travel rather than going into this super app trend that some of uh, airlines are trying? Yes, it's uh, it's a difficult question. I mean, if if you're asking me uh, personally, the, the the super apps, it's 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 hard to hard to manage uh, in, in a sense that it's a lot of features a lot of lot of uh, details to attention and, and it brings a lot of complexity to uh, mm-hmm. uh, to the business um, and uh, and I think uh, here at Wizzair, we we like uh, we like to stick to the core uh, and and do what we do best uh, and therefore um, generally speaking we look to to simplify uh, the customers lives um, and mm-hmm. and try to bring Features or products that that uh, add uh, to the simplicity um, and and uh, not to to overcomplicate our 
uh, or our booking flow, for example. Even managing, like you said, the com- existing ecosystem could be quite difficult. And when we are talking about X, apps, desktop, one of the things that I think we still struggle, not only as an airline industry, but overall as a digital marketing field is to measure and optimize digital customer experiences across different channels and how and understand how they're really integrated. How do you look at this challenge? How do you maybe measure or how do you try to understand what's happening uh, on different channels and how to try to put all these things together? Yeah, analytics is, uh, is, is, is one of my favorite areas um, <laughs> in the sense, I mean, the, it, it, it both brings joy and, and also some struggle. And pain. And pain, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I think there's a, there's a strong focus. I mean, from product management point of view, if you, if you look at it, and also from CRO point of view, uh, data is at the core, right? So without yeah. uh, without the proper data, you can't really do the uh, the, the right decisions in, in mm-hmm. which direction you should take the uh, take your uh, your development or your uh, or your A/B tests uh, and experiments. Mm-hmm. So in in my case, uh, data is uh, is is number one uh, in 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 trying to understand. Okay, first let's put the the, the the baseline down uh, see okay how how are uh, we measuring things uh, in, in the current aspect uh, and what what KPIs we want to uh, to uh, to measure uh, uh, against and and take it from there uh, and in terms of how we are measuring I think usually I fall into the into the uh, uh, into the trap of, of trying to look at it from from all the angles uh, <laughs> which uh, which brings it uh, brings it even more challenging because uh, from one, one one aspect you see or one perspective you see one kind of data from the other perspective you see a totally different uh, uh, data set and then try to to combine them uh, and, uh, and and make the the, the the right decision but at the end of the day if we're looking at from 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 um, mm-hmm. Uh, CRO point of view, I think uh, it, it's clear that uh, that uh, and, and usually I, I get to do, uh, to that uh, conclusion um, if if we're looking at uh, at data that yeah let the experiment decide uh, and and the, at the end of the day the experiment will give you the 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 right outcome uh, of of is it right or is it wrong because we can we can dig into the data. Uh, a lot, but uh, usually when when you do the mm-hmm. experiment, then it's uh, when 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 you really see okay, it's it's working or not. Mm-hmm. And in terms of tooling, and you don't need to be specific about what kind of tools you use, but I'm interested more generally. Okay, so digital analytics is typically where we start. It's like the core. Either we are talking about Google Analytics or Adobe Analytics. But then sometimes it's not revealing the whole picture in terms of, let's say, more complicated customer or journey flows, or sometimes when we are talking about experimentation, using a different tool for running experiments. How do you look at this? Do you think it's we need to find different tools to, to do different, uh, different things in this part, or you're trying to maybe consolidate all things under one umbrella? I was... Uh... I think in 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 my first years, I was I was really converted into thinking that consolidation is the right answer. 
and 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 part of me still thinks that consolidation is the right answer. Nevertheless, in, in a in an ideal world, <laughs> yeah. you know, in an ideal world, it, it would it would really work. But with with consolidation, uh, the challenges are that the amount of complexity, the amount of data that you need mm. to process from all the different angles, from all the different inputs, you will create yourself a bigger mess uh, at the end of the day if if you don't devote your, uh, enough resources, enough capacity, enough time, mm-hmm. then, then actually segmenting your uh, your measurements and, and look at it from different tools. In a lot of cases, consolidation will give you the overall picture or will try to, to, to mm-hmm. have... Uh, uh, the overall picture uh, for you, but in a lot of cases, what you need is is ad hoc answers from from different parts mm-hmm. of the uh, of the business or different parts of the of the of the flow, which in the end can be achievable quite fast from from different toolings. So right now, I think it's better to have a a, a segmented view um, of of maybe different tools. Um, and and all those tools can be specific to a specific area. It's a different question if you can tie those tools together uh, effectively mm-hmm. uh, and 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 make meaningful connections, data connections between uh, between these lightweight, not deep integrations, mm-hmm. um, and then then make even. Uh, further uh, investigations or insights from, from, from how these different areas are interacting with each other. Um, so I think this is how I would uh, proceed and, and, and how I would uh, do uh, any, any, kind of, uh, any kind of data uh, approach. Consolidation is a, is a, is a good dream, but uh, I think it's a, it's a hard dream to achieve. I, I mean, I agree. Also, like you said, a lot of times we strive for this ultimate complex system that would do everything and then we fail to do the little things because it's so complex to start to implement it. So sometimes it's better to try something and try to get some tangible results and then um, see how they really impact the things that you do based on them. Yeah? Yes, yes. Maybe to end this uh, conversation on your personal load in the area of digital, digital marketing, e-commerce. What were the things maybe that, that you are the most interested over the past year or are the most interested in looking forward to learn them? What are some areas, digital new areas that excite you? Apart from analytics or is analytics the thing? Yeah, I, I think what, what, what really excites me is uh, there are two, two different areas, right? One is, is UX. Uh, okay. And and how how UX changed uh, uh, during the uh, during these years uh, and and it's, it's constant evolution um, and and I always try to keep uh, keep myself up to date. Okay, what are the new trends? Uh, how can you? And it's a useful exercise as well uh, to 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 keep uh, keep uh, CRO trained to understand okay mm-hmm. the, the behaviors. Um, and the other thing is, is, is analytics. And when, when you combine the two, then actually it's, um, well, actually that's what I'm doing. So <laughs> there's, not, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing uh, new under the sun. Uh, so I, I think I, I would keep continuing this, uh, this path because uh, it, it's a, 
it's always a new uh, learning. So there's nothing dull. There's no dull moment in uh, in this area, and and users or or customers can always uh, uh, surprise you with an experiment. You know, you have your hypothesis, you had countless uh, experiences in this area, and then suddenly you run an experiment and. And and numbers show you like oh my god this 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 changed why why does that, did this change so then you start start trying to understand uh, what changed and and what are the the, the impact so yeah I think uh, these are the uh, the 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 focuses for the for the next uh, next couple of months and years good now I like the combination of UX and maybe design and things usability which are like more or maybe some more the creative side to combine them with data. I personally now been learning a little bit about data science with R and just trying to do like some first analysis. And it's like, you know, kid in a candy store, like doing the first thing and try to visualizing. And it's, oh my God, this is something that we could be done. And I think it's, I never envisioned me to be a data scientist or something like that, but it opens your eyes of what things can be done. And then you apply them, like you said, okay, okay, how can we apply this to our e-commerce data? How how can we use it, uh, I don't know, like I said, tools or even concepts uh, to be better at what we do? So constant learning, I think it's... Uh, and uh, to, to know as many fields as possible together and put them together, I think this is, uh, it's really broadens your uh, perspective and you can uh, understand things much better. Indeed, indeed. And and as you said, uh, the 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 goal is not to to become a data scientist because ultimately <laughs> ultimately not we, for we, you as well <laughs> no no not for me not for me as well I think, I think i would i would stay in the in the uh, in the product manager uh role uh, i i really like to 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 think out concepts and uh, and 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 envision products and put them into into production and and see how customers uh, react and what kind of impact i can have on customers but all these areas right all these areas are connected so if you can have a small insight from each of it, then then <laughs> in my opinion is, is is worthwhile because then you you can understand the bits and pieces a, a, a bit better, um, and and you can connect the, the dots uh, easier uh, at the end of the day. True, you you put it very nicely to for the end. So I said, if not data scientists, if we will not become data scientists, Remus. We need to become at least uh, competent windsurfers. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, that's on my list. That's on my list. So, <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, we we can do it somewhere together. And yeah, thanks uh, for your support of uh, our content. As I said initially, we will start with the new CRO research, and I'm looking forward again to some of you guys' experts' uh, insights, putting them all together and try to help us all in the industry to grow in this field of digital optimization, UX, conversion optimization, e-commerce, so we can become all together even better digital marketers. Absolutely. Happy to help, Istok. And yeah, if we don't meet personally soon, then we will meet on LinkedIn and we we keep keep on the discussion. This podcast is brought to you by digintravel.com. Digin Travel is your number one resource when it comes to airline and travel digital marketing and e-commerce. Visit digintravel.com to find the latest digital trends and white papers with in-depth airline digital benchmarks.